0: guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club. I'm one of your hosts tonight, Brad Siliker, and I'm joined by Lucas Candy. (laughs) Andrew. (laughs) Oh. Oh... Hey gentlemen, how are you Why guys? don't you
1: just introduce us, Brad? Okay.
0: Uh Hi, That'll welcome to the, the Oxford. Hey, moving psh, forward. I'm talking. Hi, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club. I'm one of your hosts, Brad Siliker, and I'm joined by Lucas Candy and Matthew Barber and Andrew Beckwith, and we are super pumped to see you tonight. And let me just get we a are. few things out of the way before we get into the episode. I want to remind you that you can see us here every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. live on Facebook, and if you also would like to watch it later, it's there on YouTube as well. Also, if you've been enjoying the barbecue, or it, am I boring you?
1: I'm whipped tonight. Sorry. Keep going, man. I'm
0: so tired. If you've been enjoying the barbecue uh, or it's time to barbecue. uh, Why are you even asking the question? Of course they've been enjoying it. If you've been enjoying it. Since
1: you've been enjoying it. Say it like that.
0: It's available. He can't do it. He I can't, can't do, do it. it. It's available on YouTube for you to watch in its entirety. Uh, so make sure that you go to YouTube and search up Oxford Holy Club, and you can find the segment there. Uh, and also, Wait, if can I interject you? <laughs> uh, you did. I already did. I actually went.
2: I was cooking potatoes the other day, and I looked up the the video on YouTube so I could cook
1: my potatoes. How That's old so are you, useful. Andrew? How old are you? <laughs> Thirty. Listen. Mm-hmm. He didn't just want to cook them, he wanted to cook them well. I'm just That's saying yeah, I meant. tried it I tried them a different way. Yeah. I know how to cook potatoes. Well, well yeah. I'm
0: not sure. All he did was put them in tinfoil and toss them <laughs> on a <of> barbecue, buddy. <laughs> no, you had, to, well, listen, you had, to, you had listen, to check a YouTube listen. video for that. I wasn't gonna <laughs> give
2: I wasn't gonna give Matt the props for this, but I've cooked in many potatoes on my barbecue, and these were the best potatoes I ever cooked. Aww. What
0: did you do different?
2: It was just putting well, normally well, I have them in a tinfoil tray. Uh, and uh doing the tinfoil that i could flip both ways yeah Yeah. sure. yeah
0: yeah, that makes sense you know what there you go why i don't understand why you're so bitter about this
1: brad i'm not not bitter buddy not (laughs) not bitter at all andrew i want you to know that that actually makes me really happy man (laughs) That makes me oh, really you're happy. You're welcome. I wasn't going to tell you it so it just came No, oh, I appreciate it a lot. <laughs> so before we <laughs> get into really catching
0: happy. up, we're going to remind you that if you want to find out more about who we are, if you want to find us on social medias like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, things like that, you can go to our website, OxfordHolyClub.com for- Bios on us, links to all the places that we are. If you also want to listen to the podcast audio, depending on how late we go, it will either be out tonight or it will be out uh, tomorrow. And same thing with YouTube. So, uh, gentlemen, I think that that's it. If you do want to be uh, reminded and notified of when we. Go live with content. Make sure that you like our Facebook page, not just this post. Although if you want to like the post, that's cool. And don't forget to click share, and that will help us get the word out so that more people get to know who the Auction Holy Club is, and maybe they can enjoy it as much as you are tonight. Uh, I hope you're still here, even after we had that little argument there. Anyway, gentlemen, why don't we, uh, why don't we catch up? A week has come and gone, and uh, lots has happened in at least three of our lives. One of us has got into the notes and said nothing happened this week. So that's fun. So I'm going to save him for last. Uh, so, Lucas, talk to me, my dude. What's been going on for the week? Uh, well,
3: it was the kind of the end of uh, our school um, season, I guess you would say. Uh, so, we had our grad there a couple nights ago on uh, Friday. Okay. And we had a, It was a long day because we had a morning thing where all the grads came <laughs> through and it was a big, you know, rah, 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 music pumping, all that stuff. So, it was fun, but I was out in the sun oh. with no sunscreen i'm out of summer like practice so no sunscreen no hat and this is not a this is not a hat head that needs to go hatless and then we were out for several more hours because for prom we uh we borrowed 12 trucks from a truck dealership and all the grads stood in the back of the trucks in like a semicircle and people could do like a drive-through greeting line like honk the horns and yay where to go and again out in the sun uh and so i was getting pretty uh crispy by the end of the day um But it was interesting because at the end, we had to shuttle all the trucks back to the dealership. And it was fun driving these big trucks that, you know, are well beyond my uh, uh, budget. Um, And I was enjoying it. And I was going through uh, Fredericton, if you've ever been there, at the top of the hill is this really big roundabout. It's like a big deal. Uh, It used to be back when people didn't know how to run it. Anyway, I saw a guy driving a truck, not one of our people, um, pulling a Titanic out of the sunroof of the truck while they were going around the roundabout. So he was out full arms extended. from the waist up out of the sunroof. And I like, I reached for my phone because what a picture to have, what a video to have. But then I remembered $70,000 truck that's not my own. So I, you know, I decided not to do that and just to enjoy the moment. Hands and live in the moment as it was. 10 and two, that's right. Um, and then other than that, I just been the summer kickoff, you know, I, I find to I have a, an unfortunate pattern where when s- school gets out, my first week home, I am unbelievably productive. I'm doing my to-do list. I'm, you know, I'm getting stuff done. I'm doing laundry like crazy. I'm trying to get, you know, do fun stuff with the kids. And,
1: but traditionally after a few weeks (laughs) in you burn a few, let's be honest, a few weeks in (laughs) you burn out after a week and a half. After the first week, I
3: traditionally have a, quite a dip in productivity. Although I I have a lot more school, uh, like master's work to do this summer. So hopefully that'll, keep me engaged but i have a hard time not working when i'm not at work like i have a hard, which is can be a good thing but in the summer is not i, I get really sl- like a slug like in my in my lifestyle so i'm hoping to fight the slug life uh and uh and be productive yes question slug
0: life slug life um i have a quick question <laughs> what dealership did you get those trucks from and if it wasn't Dodge and Chrysler with Scotty layton and the Scotty Summit. Experience. <laughs> it was in fact Summit Dodge. Yes. Was it Summit Dodge?
3: Summit. It was Summit Dodge. I was driving a Longhorn uh, Dodge Ram, and it was Hold on. a. Did he say Longhorn? Longhorn. longhorn. Did
0: he say Longhorn? Oh, is it Longhorn? Is Bighorn
3: or Longhorn?
0: Just, I don't know, but you
2: said it wrong either way. <laughs> Scott, is he right? Does it cost seventy thousand dollars? No, or?
3: sorry, I think it was like sixty-five. But I'm sure there's many wonderful financing options available to those who are interested. If you're interested uh, in finding out, see
2: Scotty. So what Layton. we're saying, right, is congratulations to Scotty. Congratulations to That's Scotty. That's awesome, yes. man.
3: Well done. Well done. So that was. But yes, great
1: trucks. That was my week. <laughs> great trucks. Cool <laughs> nights. I, I just really want to know, but we don't have the Slug time. Slug life. I'll ask you later. Like, what does the FCA prom look like? But anyway, we'll talk about that later.
0: That's a good question, <laughs> Matt. Why don't you tell us about what's going on with you?
1: Oh, it's been a good week. Uh, installed my very first uh, chain link fence um, mm. in the backyard. And if anybody ever needs help, don't ask me <laughs> uh, because uh, yeah, that that's one. a miserable job uh, to do. I'll tell you, it's looking good, though. Uh, I'm not done yet, but it's looking good. But what a miserable job. I think if you knew what you were doing, it would be a much smoother process. <laughs> Put a couple fences in, you get practice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once I'm done with this, um, then, I, you know. For anybody else's, I'll be I'll be a professional. I can tell you how to do it. But hmm. so I got that done. Also, I'm getting a new vehicle seems to be the thing to do. So nice, uh, yeah, getting a new vehicle there for work. What so I'm excited it? about that. And uh, what do you think i had written down. Seriously, for you're not
2: going to tell us what it is?
1: Oh, you want to know that? Oh, I do. I'm getting a Nissan Rogue. Oh, those are I'm nice.
3: There you go. Yeah, so I'm nice pretty excited
1: it. about it. has got a lot of lot of trunk space, a lot of yep. theater seating in the. Back, I don't know what that means, but oh, you need that. The like, guy your is
3: higher than the front, that's cool. Yeah, sure. The guy didn't that uh, X Terra, have
2: that? Who, Lucas? Oh, your X Trail?
3: I, I think my X Trail was just normal seating in the back, mm. yeah.
1: yeah, Anyway, and uh, uh, we've started this new thing. We went hiking in Fundy uh, this past weekend, it was uh, fantastic weather, oh, beautiful Barbara, bingo, and uh, <laughs> so we uh, if you guys remember, <laughs> how did you? Who, who had it who had it oh yeah look twenty four days to Dobson 24 days to Dobson that's I'm getting more nervous as we get closer but uh um so we're gonna try and hit every trail that uh that opens up over there funny the kids are awesome they hike it well but i I put out uh, a few more of our QR codes if you guys remember those from uh yeah, nature yeah. is fantastic we yes. put uh, a couple more of those out so
2: nice. Can you tell how many people have listened to them?
1: Yeah, you can. You can tell by the app. Uh, that's awesome. It. Yeah. So, but all in all, that, uh, yeah, that's, that's been my week. Good week, all in all. I'm good. glad that you had a good week. I, uh,
0: I had someone try to scam me over Kijiji. Kijiji
3: this Ooh, this last week. It was so much fun. Was it a single mother with five kids and, and all that? You you get you do get that story fairly often if you're on Kijiji regularly.
0: I haven't got, I get those in my, I get, actually the podcast gets a lot of that stuff from emails, people saying, <laughs> I've seen your website and I want to have conversation or uh, yeah. my grandmother passed away and left an inheritance and I can't collect it. <laughs> anyway, but I've been well, all these people are looking on.
1: for prayer, and Brad just keeps pushing it off like some kind of fishing <laughs> email. So anywho, <laughs> OxfordHolyClub at
0: gmail.com uh, to email. <laughs> Scam us. us. <laughs> Scam us. Bring it. See what you got. So I've been as you guys know, I've been on the like I did a lot of wheeling and dealing to get a Nintendo Switch for our home and for the kids and myself, mm-hmm. and we've been enjoying it. But uh, we wanted to get games, which meant we needed to I needed the rest of the stuff to sell. And the 3DS was the last thing that I needed to go. Then we could get a couple of games and everyone would just be chill. And and that was all good. And I, <laughs> I was getting a lot of emails or just like Facebook Marketplace stuff. And and people were trying to lowball me. And and that's, you know, that's fine. Uh, Jill Summer says, hi, first time
1: listener. Hey, Jill. Hey, Jillian. Hey, Jillian. No. I can't believe it's only the first time. Uh, <clears throat> where where have you listened. been? Actually, Jillian contacted me at one point looking for advice how to start a podcast. Uh, don't and listen here i said, here. Uh, I said to the opposite to, i said talk to brad oh <laughs> I said, hi. I got no idea. hi jill i just show up on tuesdays yeah <laughs> i think she's got a good idea though so uh, well feel free to contact me anyway
0: um so so i get all these messages and then i get one that says that they're willing to pay more than what i'm asking and red flag red flag well it's that's the first red flag but then they're like um to cover shipping and I thought, oh, okay, Ooh, they're going to give me what I want flag. plus shipping. Yeah, but I thought, like, what if that's like New Brunswick or Nova Scotia, right? Not a big deal. So I say, cool. Where is it going? Sure. <laughs> oh, she didn't say hi. All right, that's cool. Fine. Anyway, but she uh, did by yeah, not. by not. So so then I get the message back, Miami, Florida, and I'm like, ah. Uh, so, red flag. So, well, another red flag. So then I check the area code for the phone number. That's because he's texting me. He got my phone number off of the Kijiji ad and he's texting, and it's somewhere in Ontario. And I'm like, okay. And then that's I checked. Then I checked it against any uh, United States area codes, and that didn't line up. So I'm like something's not right here. But he's going to give me the money. And so I, Mandy's like, Brad, this is a scam. And I'm like, yeah, but if his money's good, who cares? And <laughs> and so I... It wouldn't be a scam. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't be a scam. So I said, um, I'm, I'm fine with all that. I'll ship it. But uh, I need the money first before I'm, I'm going to ship it. And so he said, not a problem. I'll send it. And then he, he just says this, what's your PayPal email? Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Well, I don't use PayPal a whole lot. So uh, that wasn't a huge red flag for me. But I'm like, you know what? Instead of giving this guy my email, I will just send him my PayPal link. Um, and go from there. So I sent that. He comes back. No, what's your PayPal email? So I was like, well, all right. So I gave it to you him. You can cancel PayPal uh, transactions. Right. So I uh, sent it, gave him the email, and then I get an email from PayPal saying, you know, uh, the money is is there. And, uh, and then PayPal says, in the email it says, once you have given us the PayPal, the tracking number for the item will release the funds into your, PayPal account. Basically, they're holding the money till I get the tracking number. To get a tracking number, you have to send the thing, right? Mm -hmm. And and so uh, I checked into it. It's it was a scam that this how they were trying to do this was not going to work. And basically, I was going to wind up sending it. There'd be no money sent to me, and who knows where that would have went. So I just I I tried to figure out my response to the person because I figured it out. So I'm like, do I take this for a run, which would be my want, or or do I just say no, thanks. And which is what I wound up doing to not incur mm-hmm. anything else. But other than that, it's been a good week. We went to Thunder Cove. You guys ever been to the Thunder Cove beach on the island, Matt? I've heard isn't of that, it. Isn't that where Relic lives? Who? Relic. I don't, I don't know. know who that. Remember the old show, Danger Bay? I'm sorry. <laughs> a little bit, but not enough. Anyway, we went there with some with some family and, and that was a lot of fun. Enjoyed the beach, took too much sun, similar to Lucas. I I burn easy. I I burn real easy, and that's been that's been my week. Andrew. Oh oh. Last thing. Karen Barber finally accepted my friend request on Facebook today. Against,
1: against my advisement. Hey. Anyway. So.
0: <laughs> thanks, Karen. Andrew. What's up with you, my dude? Hey. All right. Nothing. Uh, hold on. No. Are there are there people outside? It's Tuesday night. What's going on with the neighbors? That's calm. it's yeah.
2: calm and quiet up there. For <laughs> now. Just as it should be. Days are getting longer. <laughs> days get longer yeah, yeah. so they're starting for a couple later. more days <laughs> yeah uh yeah so i was trying to think of something to talk about and i was trying to like put a spin on all the Red things flags. that didn't happen in my week and i was like this is stupid uh so i decided to just post a question pose a question to you guys i one of I's favorite things about like traveling is eating at places that we normally don't get to eat at and so I want to know and this doesn't have to be like travel related but I want to know what your favorite place to eat at is that isn't in your hometown that you can only eat at when you leave and go somewhere else and you're like pumped to do that mm-hmm. go Well I'll start mine's mine's a Cracker Barrel. <laughs>
0: oh, shoot. Yeah. Is it? Been there.
2: Did I steal yes from
0: you. Cracker It's, right. it's either Cracker Barrel or uh, Chick-fil-A. Don't tell
2: me your other one. What? Well, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> uh, I love Cracker Barrel. It's only in Portland, so it's like super far. But
0: mm. I'm a, yes, it's, Cracker it's Barrel good. was mine. Beth, mm, Beth McPhail, Olive Garden. Garden.
2: No, Beth, like yeah, any yep. breadsticks. That's my in laws. My in laws go there. Also, like, they
0: also never been, been there. Which one? Olive Garden? <laughs> Lucas, that Either. doesn't surprise me. When you're there, you're family. I have family.
1: been to
3: Chick-fil-A. I, I finally got to go last summer.
1: Lucas, Olive Garden has all-you-can-eat breadsticks. That is,
0: like, that's your staple. Like, <laughs> Hold on. Is your... You're going to toast this bread, and you're not putting anything on it, and I can eat it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah. where do I uh, see? I'm not saying I
1: wouldn't. I'm just saying for I me, uh For me, it's uh, absolutely, it's the Dairy Royal. It's uh, ooh, It's the Dairy Royal. Uh, and anybody who knows, knows. It's the Dairy Royal. You, know, gonna you can us? actually go. It's like a little Dairy Bar. Yeah. Did you know you can go and uh, ask for the uh, Allen Barber milkshake at the Dairy Royal, and uh, they will know uh, what to make for you. Is and- this like outside of Summerside? No. Well, yeah, it's, it's up west. It, oh, now, you're thinking of either Scooters or Richmond. Yeah. I'm thinking What's about the, the one with place? the deep fried Mars bar. That's uh, no. That's the. Uh, um in Kensington. Oh, what's dairy oh, Delight. Don't drive by, drive in. Oh, I was just Frosty there. Treat. Uh, frosty frosty treat. Yeah, uh, okay. That's what I was, frosty, I was treat. Like, frosty, I, I frosty, frosty treat. Frosty treat. what do you like dairy. to get at the dairy place? <laughs> Chick. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> I hear they have good chicken wings. Um, but the uh yeah, dairy oil. Um dairy mill. Um oil garden. Is that Mandy? Uh, must be Mandy. Yeah, it's Mandy. No, I didn't, that's yeah. Phil It's uh but the, uh, yeah, the uh, get, get the uh, milkshake at the Beer
0: what, Oil. What's in it, Malin Barber?
1: What's in it? It's a uh, hot it? fudge milkshake. Yeah, I thought
2: you were going to say hot dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lucas, I recommend the hot dog. Um, it's a hot fudge milkshake uh, made thick and with chocolate ice cream. Not the wow. vanilla.
0: Oh, I probably oh. wouldn't go for that.
1: I love all these
0: answers, it's rich. It's rich. Uh, it sounds rich. Scotty's with us at Cracker in the barrel. barrel. Yeah, and <laughs> I'd yeah. love to experience Christian chicken at Chick Fil A, but have yet to partake. It's it's Blows real on good. Sunday. All right. So Lucas Chick-fil- is going to share team. his. Okay, okay. And I
2: texted Brad. He, he what did. I think Lucas's answers are? And he says he's got two.
3: And I I actually have three. Uh, oh. So, uh, Saint John. Tondies. Super good. I love Indian food. It's very, very good. What? Uh, that really surprises me. But it anyway. should surprise you, and it surprises yeah. no one more than me. There's no saucier food than Indian food, <laughs> and I love it. Uh, and the Rogan Josh, oh, so good. Uh, and then, I know, Mr. Mister Dairy Queen, $6 deal has really thrown you for a loop. Uh, for Moncton, yes. uh it's partly nostalgic, but Sun Suns would be my pick. Oh, oh, you guys are thinking yes, Arby's, shoot. right? You're voting yeah. Arby's, was it? Yeah. yeah, and then in the states, I do love me the Texas Roadhouse. Okay, mm, got that one. Got what? Got, it's got like that one. Super Montana, which I know my not a big fan
0: of Montana. <laughs> Scotty Dairy Queen in another town.
1: Yeah, no i I would I should have guessed Sun Suns for you, Lucas. He has yeah, this sick that. obsession. It's the so only good. restaurant I've ever been in in my life uh, where the walls the are, are covered, covered in Lane mirrors. Store. Yeah, the walls yeah, are covered weird. in mirrors, and it's in the same building. <laughs> it's a, like it's in a semi oh, so of, uh, compared with adult. Uh, adult uh,
3: chicken.
1: store yes actually yes but and if you ever have to, food. if
3: you ever have to go to the washroom at sun suns you have to go through the kitchen <laughs> yep and down into downstairs the <laughs> <laughs> super concerning into the murderiest basement you've ever you ever did see <laughs> but it's good
0: uh, but, but good chinese so we're, it's worth He's the clean. risk did we all yes. did we all share i shared andrew shared Luca shared matt what did you say
1: Dairy oil. Oh, that's Some weird.
0: weird Dairy oil. Ice cream our, place. All right, guys, we're going to move on and get into our tiebreaker. So our tiebreaker comes from Gabriella, and she says, my friends Sylvia and Fernando, uh, feel like we're in an ABBA song, my friends Sylvia and Fernando have a neighbor with a cat that likes to roam onto their terrace. They've started welcoming it into their home and buying cat food to encourage it to come over more recently Sylvia took her neighbor's cat to the vet without her neighbor's permission <laughs> uh, the question Sylvia or Gabriella is asking is are my friends catnappers they say no I say of course okay. this
1: couldn't have happened this is God's plan uh because we have we have Beth we have Beth on on uh, Mike's wife Beth here okay. with us tonight. <laughs> yes, and she's a she's a, a veterinary never... technician technician. Ah, and uh, so uh, Beth, I would like to know if this is a thing where people have brought in other people's animals in order to have them looked at, you know, <laughs> that kind of a thing. Oh, um, yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah, Whoa. Beth, she seriously. Would, yeah. Um. Michael. i can't
3: imagine spending money on my animals let alone someone else's
1: well that's
0: just it like my kid we have not a, a great person though we, so. we've got a stray cat that runs around well it's not stray two houses down the owner doesn't really let the cat in or anything and it's so it roams around the cat's name is cookie and it comes to our door and it puts its paws up on our glass screen door and my kids because they're my kids well they're kids uh th- like harmony gets water for it and goes and gets food for it and goes and picks it up and then i'm just like stop touching this cat you don't fleas. know where it's so been. So many fleas. So I could, it, it could be anything, and and she doesn't understand why we shouldn't take care of this cat. And like, well, one, it's mm. not ours, and you don't know. My the biggest thing, I, and then steal them and not give them back.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm feeling. So Beth is saying, yes, this happens, and then often they steal, steal them that. and not give them back. How often does this happen, Beth? And how do you is know? This, how this are this a you tracking
3: it? Thing. That's how yeah one? like do they just fess up to it like totally stole this cat. stole this cat. oh
1: no when you bring it when you bring an animal in they'll just be like all right tell us a little history of this does it does Lord your cat yeah. do this do this and you'd be like actually i don't know i just picked it up from my neighbors it was in their house but i took <laughs> it and, you know this kind of i thing. recognize
3: this potbelly pig and it's not yours ma'am yeah,
1: yeah.
0: it's
1: very <laughs> interesting yeah
0: good grief we've never even entertained the idea of taking care of the cat uh, and I've got the kids to stop feeding it and giving it water because that's its owner's job. Now, if, if the cat was looking yeah. ridiculously
3: and thin fair, or the
0: cat's job,
3: certainly the cat
0: can figure these things out. My
3: cats are
1: smart. <laughs> well, the cat has figured it out. Yeah, Birds
0: coming to my nice. place. This happens all the Almost. time. Yes, they fess up and they say it was abandoned.
1: Mm. <laughs> wow. But what do you do with that? I what? mean, especially with the cat because at the end of the day, and I know Beth will disagree with this, who cares it's a cat you know what i mean yes. if it was a dog like i'd press charges but if it's a cat i'd be like you're doing me a favor really you know like this take yeah take it great it's sick i don't care you want to take care of it
0: take care of it cheers to, to answer her question then are, are they catnappers like is this a crime crime so they, no but
1: it's not right either
0: hmm. if my it's, neighbors want to take my animal
3: to the vet I'd be fine with that, any except anymore. for I feel like they were judging me. Yeah. yeah wouldn't you animals. be embarrassed? <laughs> You'd right. be
2: embarrassed, wouldn't you? But I feel like I, you say it's like a cat that it's like an older person and you know that they're like taking care of a bit, but you know that they need a vet visit, like, and the older person
0: wouldn't care. <laughs> Is that? Hey, sorry. Uh, Mike McPhail says, my wife steals other people's animals. <laughs> tell the world. <laughs> <laughs> you picked the wrong platform to tell the world. So,
1: well, okay. I'm glad Mike kind of broke the seal on this because- they, his wife is a God lover. She's great. And actually, you know, I'm going to feature something that Beth taught me. Well, they're going to fight on our chat. There. They are. Um, but uh, <laughs> Beth taught me how to make the absolute best uh, bread bowl dip. And Ooh, I've um, had that once. You've had that. And oh, Beth I have the one that taught that. me how to make that. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be gentle here. But Mike tells me all the time because Beth has such such a heart that she brings home all these animals from the vet clinic that like need attention or care or need to be fostered. And uh, yeah, Mike has been, Mike has has fostered a, a significant amount of cats. Much, I would say, to probably to his... Uh, oh, man. My is, is, foster,
3: but is foster the word to get them in the door and then they never leave? Like, oh, it's not an adoption. It's a
0: foster situation. It's a fostering situation.
1: <laughs> it's not stolen. It's fostering. We have a new Is that tie- your sister,
0: Andrew? We have a yeah, new tiebreaker coming in. Oh,
1: here we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> new uh, new tiebreaker, off. gentlemen. It says, uh, so I dropped my cat off at the vets and the veterinarian technician took my cat home. Is this cat napping? Huh. Topical. <laughs> <Jeez>. Topical. <laughs> Topical. So and so from Moncton. So and so Tell the World. So and so tell the world.
1: Oh, uh, if you, you
2: give the cat back, I don't think there's anything wrong with it if you oh, like yeah. go if you
1: go what? and like get the cat know, medical man. medical treatment. So uh, but what are you doing? Like do you- the cat shows up and it's got its little medical bracelet <laughs> on. And I'm sure the person yeah, looks be like where have you been? What I went. To what have be you been
0: doing? Hey, I bought <laughs> Barker's your cat. Took care of it. All good. Spayed and yeah. Beard. Hey,
1: don't worry about it. Only cost me two grand to get your cat checked over, kind of thing. I'd be embarrassed. Yeah. I just. Yeah. I I'm not saying that out. I would do it. I'm just saying if someone's gonna like out
2: of the kindness of their heart, you'll go like and take care of a cat that their owner was just gonna let
1: die. I think that's okay. That's an assumption you're making. It never says anything here about them being. That's and, true. <clears throat> that's true that's true If i had a cat i would like the idea of it being friends with my neighbors
3: i'm on board with that i'm on board with them feeding it i guess the the whole take them to the like at first i had no problem with them taking it to the vet but then like i wouldn't want like someone taking my kids to the doctor like that kid looks i don't know like that, yeah <laughs> you'd be embarrassed
0: i would be embarrassed now those I are would. called kidnappers and that is a super crime That is for sure
1: <laughs> the law is very clear on that very yeah. clear <laughs> or even to the like to, to the much lower level when you look over your neighbors like reading books to your child because they don't believe they get read to. You know what I mean? Or like has that happened to you? Of, like, listen, we're, we're talking, talking about, about a cat, cat here. here. We're, we're talking about just trying cats. to be like we're listen. We're really hoping for the best for this kid. We don't think he's getting it at home, so we're just gonna do the little things we can do here. And, His father and, really and, tried that first week of summer, but now the kid <laughs> <is> wild. <laughs> It's just feral children.
3: I hear them screaming. I'm like, it's fine. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it's fine. Oh. Uh, now, the one thing, they didn't, they didn't say there was anything wrong with the cat. Like, was it, they, it wasn't even like, oh, no, the cat's got like a, like a, a bum paw. It's, I think that cat needs to check out. It's, irrelevant. Like, that's, it's, it's irrelevant. irrelevant. Cats get goat? <laughs> <laughs> is yeah.
1: that a thing?
0: Clubfoot? Well, let refer, so we neighbor's cat to the vet without her neighbor's permission. You got to wonder why. Got to wonder Why?
2: Bill, I'm not saying that I would take the cat and pay for it. Back, I'm just saying
0: that if somebody back, else wants back to back up a little bit there, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I was trying to express passion. <laughs> oh, that's um, <laughs> unpleasant in so many right. ways. What are we voting here? Uh I'm voting catnap. I'm voting catnapper. Yeah. Catnapper. Um, I might not press catnapping charges personally,
3: but well, I would under the in the eyes of the uh, law, catnap. I'm gonna I'm gonna decline to vote.
0: Uh, you abstain. <laughs> yeah. Not giving an opinion is giving one or something. Would it
3: be okay if they were going to take your animal to the vet and just say, Can you not? and just give me the cash value? <laughs> <laughs> That's something you would say.
0: We should start bringing Beth
1: in for some kind of animal tips and tricks. And call, the animal corner with Beth. Oh, that would be fantastic. If would every be, once in a while, once a month, we had like a, a an animal uh, segment. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. All right, Beth, we're gonna start talking about that. Oh heavens, Beth! If you really
0: are looking it's to do just a cat every week, if you Beth, if you really are looking for podcasting <laughs> info,
1: feel free okay, so to Nathan, to reach out. Nathan, give a, a good example to my reading to children thing. So Kent that we work with, he's probably the I've, I've talked about this before. He's one of the manliest men you've ever met. He drives a truck. He hunts with a bow. Uh, he uh, knows how he's, he knows how to shoot guns. He's there's all kinds of different stuff that he does, but he can't swim. And so, the, you know, I'm not saying that this makes you less manly. But uh, well, here you it's, are. The guns make you more. He <laughs> grew up in Shediac, too. You know, like he grew. That's yeah, he weird all right there you go all right beth is in can i I be in charge of that segment with beth
0: (laughs) no you've got your you've got enough stuff too long
1: you've got (laughs) enough stuff no once barbecue season wraps (laughs) up in the fall we're starting a pet segment i can
3: see a fall fall cat Uh, section let's have a snappy name put mike on it why don't we workshop it off air
1: fellas let's workshop (laughs) this thing off air we'll get people to adopt the cats (laughs) mike's offended
0: but anyway let's move on oh my (laughs) goodness all right andrew buddy take it take us away
2: Here we go. We're moving into our smorp. And if you've never been here for smorp before, let me explain what it is. We are going to read a passage of scripture and we are going to then discuss it. Smorp stands for scripture, a message, obedience, repentance, and prayer. So we're going to start with scripture and we're going to talk about uh, what words, phrases, or observations in the passage stand out to us. And then we'll move on from there. Uh, and uh, it's a great discussion. Feel free to add in your thoughts and we will try and uh, get those into the discussion as well. So let's get going. We are reading from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 5 to 9. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as front, frontlets between your eyes. I, I use that word a lot. Uh, you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. I'll read it one more time. Oh, it's a little love- box,
3: right? Sorry. What? Sorry, go ahead. They used to put a little scripture in a little box and like tie it to their head. It was like actually, yep. it was a thing. Thanks for Sorry. explaining it. Sorry.
2: Uh, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes you shall write them on the doorsteps of your house and on your gates. So scripture, what words, phrases, or observations in the passage stand out to you? What does this scripture tell you about the nature and work of God?
1: I right, it's kind of been the theme of the last couple of weeks that we talked about, and it's about this whole experiencing God in every aspect of who you are. So, I mean, the three things that hits on your heart, your soul, and your might, you know what I mean? And, it's just, it's not, oh, hey, like, you know, give God this part of you. Or, you mm-hmm. know, focus this um, as a strength that you have and and commit that fully to God. Don't worry about the rest of it kind of a thing. And so it's this whole well-rounded picture of complete sacrifice uh, to God. And so it says, love the Lord, with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your might. Those are the big things for me that stand out from the early parts of this. The other part of it, and this is the one that I think is the most challenging part of it, but it's probably the most important thing. Uh, You shall teach them diligently to your children. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That was all of ours, wasn't it? It was. I think so. Of (laughs) (laughs) course it (laughs) was. Like (laughs) all of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, but like, but parenthood now it's just like, okay, hey, like are you doing the things you need to be doing? Like Hmm. what are you you doing in order to not just to speak and teach um, certain principles into your kid's life, but what are they seeing in you? Like, is it, your, is it all of your might in coming before God? Those are the things that I find to be the most challenging. And Matt, I'm going to mm. jump off exactly
0: what you just said, because what stood out to me, I, I, I'm i 100% with you. It's this entire, entire um, part of us. We give all to God. Um, but the teaching diligently was really where I hovered a lot. And, and um, you know, for so long, well, I don't want to get quite into the message, but the reason it jumped out for me was I thought about the fact like for so long we've, and we've expected the church to raise our children in the Lord. We've expected that if we take our kids to Sunday school and if they go to youth group and if they go to whatever, then that's where it's supposed to happen. But it's supposed to happen in the home before it happens anywhere else. And mm-hmm. so, you know, even for me, I have to look at what, what am I doing with my kids, with my family? Because um, you're supposed to, Talk with them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, like as you're living life, just going about your day, make sure that you are intentionally, diligently teaching your kids. doesn't mean every moment's a Bible study, right? But but just being consistent. Sorry?
2: Church has the kids, what, three, maybe four hours a week? You have your kids,
0: the yeah. rest. Well, and Who's going to
2: make the bigger impact?
0: And, and you know what? Um, Right now, the entire world came to a screeching halt for a lot of people and families were put back in the homes in a way they hadn't been in a long time because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And there was a huge, mm. there is, there was and there still is a huge opportunity for families to, I don't I hate to say forced, but I mean, you're there for a lot. Now it's it's shifting mm-hmm. and more going back to work, but there's a greater emphasis on the family now than there has been. And I think this is a great time if there ever was one to to be
1: diligently investing in this. I think right now the stage of life that my kids are in and of what some of yours are too, it's in that like four to six range. I mean, there's just ample opportunities to talk about this stuff because everything mm-hmm. is like, well, why is it like this? And why is it like that? And why, and why, and why? Because they're asking all the questions yeah. mm-hmm. um nonstop. And I think that we need to be intentional in taking the time to answer mm. them thoughtfully and not yeah. just be like, well, because that's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah. or, well, that's just because we, this is why, you know, and shrug it off because it's a missed opportunity. And, and being yeah. honest
0: with your kids that when you don't know, you say, I don't know, but let's find out. Nope. Yeah. And because the Bible says so is not really a great answer. Like it's oh, a true it's answer. Well, no,
3: but like get you need reparent. to get into the why of that. Right. Like you need yeah. to uh, like, cause the Bible says, well, no, but what is the reason the Bible says, you mm-hmm. know, so the Bible says, is it used to be that carried enough weight, right? But one, anybody outside at the church does not care what the Bible says. And two, they can't say if someone, why wouldn't you do that? Oh, the Bible says, my dad <laughs> said that the Bible says. That's,
2: that's not gonna work, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny, because I'm always wondering, like, I'll be going around, you know, doing my parenting thing. And I wonder, like, what's the thing I'm gonna regret in 10 years, in 20 years? Like, what's the ball I'm dropping that I don't know I'm dropping right now? And it's funny, because I was talking with my mom. She was up watching the kids last week. And I said, and she said, we were talking about like us growing up. And she's, yeah, I would do some things differently. I was like, well, like what would you do differently? She's like, I would have made you make your bed. I was like, good, great. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. And she goes, because yep. I had to do it and I hated doing it. So I didn't make you guys do it. And it's like, she kind of gave me the reasons. She's like, but I feel like, I feel like I should have made you make your bed. I was like, yeah. Fair enough. That's good. But, and, but the thing is, I just want to make sure that whatever ball I'm dropping, isn't the faith one. Like it's okay. Like if, if, you know, any, anything else, it's not the end of the world probably. Um, like if, if, if they walk out in grade 12 and they're still using Velcro shoes, I mean, it's not great, but it's not the end of the world. Whereas,
0: <laughs> well,
3: <laughs> <laughs> But it's not, it's not eternally important. So let's put it that way. Okay. So I'm just hoping that's not the one that I'm, that's not the one that I'm uh, dropping.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh my word. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Anything else on scripture? Good. All right. Message. What do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? And we kind of like blended into this a little bit. Yeah, sorry. Go that, ahead,
0: Lucas. apologize.
2: I'm going to say
3: diligently um, because am I teaching my kids a book? Yeah. Am I diligently teaching? I'm like, ooh. Mm-hmm not as much and that's something am you I need feeling to work it on. today or am I not feeling it
1: today <laughs> that's right yeah and I, and I'm similar to you only with the sex or with all your might yeah. and I mean with all make it the most exhausting thing you do in a day which is just mm-hmm. the one thing you give everything for because that's the prize that's the goal mm-hmm. that's what you're pushing towards those are the, the big thing for me mm-hmm. is are you putting the effort in that it requires because I can think of all kinds of other things that I put a lot of effort into sure Mm-hmm. And man, it'd almost be embarrassing if I looked at my list because <laughs> looking at my list of what gets the most effort and, and, and what gets kind of my most might, I, it would, I think it would probably show how kind of mixed up some of my priorities are. Man, that's like, wow, uh, that's,
0: that's a good word. Sorry, go
2: ahead. Mm. I like, uh, you know, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand. And, and even though I didn't know what a frontlet is, um, and they say it shall be as a frontlet between your eyes, just the importance of like whatever that is for you, you know, it's so important that you literally have it on your body so that it's mm. your priority. You're making sure whether that's, you know, putting faith in your children and things like that, like it is stays with you. It's mm. so important. Mm. You have like mm. your gauntlet with all your reminders on it or whatever you know
1: yeah and i think there's an aspect of this there needs to be and i don't even know if there's a word like unashamedness to it Mm -hmm. uh where it just says like right on the doorposts and put it on your gates like this is what you this is who you serve and this is what you do Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i think that's kind of what you're saying is it has to be front and center when I read the, like, put it on your doorpost thing, I was thinking
3: about, like, half, this, anything that's not a book or music in a Christian bookstore is basically, like, little, like, verses on, like, whatevers And even those things, and, I mean, they can be kind of tacky, but, but anybody walking into my parents' house would have seen a verse first thing as soon as they came in. Or, like, I've never had a tattoo, don't super have the interest in it, but if the only thing I would ever tattoo would be something faith-related, because that's the only thing that will have the, like, longevity, right, to, that I would actually, you know, write on myself. Um, and yeah, anyway. uh, maybe don't There's have it good,
1: written on by yourself if that's okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> that'd
1: that'd be, that's a whole conversation we're going to have sometime my, about
0: what yeah. tattoo Lucas should get. My, uh, my body, <laughs> it's hard to tell, but my body's rejected my tattoo. It, oh yeah. It's not, not good. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to articulate what's on my heart, but verse six says "And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. Which to me speaks of the fact that even when I don't have the word in front of me, I've got, I've got it in here or in here. and But I can't get that. Like to diligently teach my children, I can't do that if I'm not also taking the time to spend it with the Lord and letting him write those things on my heart. And you can't pour out of an empty vessel. You can't. And so, you know, Matt, what you talked about, but with all your might, like it, the might part doesn't just start when you start sitting down with the kids. It starts before the kids are up or whatever time you set aside to make sure that you're spending time getting filled up and ready so that you mm-hmm. can, you know, lead lead your family um, and, and teach your children. Um, so, you know, the message thing for me, are we still on message? We're still on message. The message thing for me is is really a, a lot about um, reflecting on the time that I spend with the Lord, so, not just so that I can then go do, but so that I can be and then go do. Anyway. Oh. Yep. Uh, obedience.
2: obedience. Write down one step of obedience you need to take today or this
1: week based on what God
2: is revealing to you. Hmm.
1: Priorities. That's it. I seem. I feel like I say that every second week. Yep. What's my priorities? Priorities. Get it straight. Write it down. Figure out like what's, yep. what is number one? What is number two? I'm working my way through it, you know? Yep.
0: Yeah. I had to do that. I did that with my whiteboard. Uh, I had, I broke it up and, and labeled it according to, you know, what was the top priority and what needs to get done within that and all the way to the least crazy thing I found. And I don't know about you guys, I always found that the thing that was least really in my priority list was the thing that screamed for the most time, um, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense Hmm. to you, and at the expense of everything else. Uh, Same as Matt, for me, priorities, setting the time aside, making the time and spending it well. Yeah,
2: yep. Agreed. I think for me, it's just being diligent like like Lucas joked about you know he he's on fire that first week of summer and he's doing a lot and then it fizzles out and I think there's just some truth to that for everybody in terms of you know what we're doing with our families and things like that and just continuing to you know I guess be make it a priority but just be diligent in that and not compromising and recognizing when you have made a mistake or you've dropped the ball and and rectifying that.
0: Mm. Did you see Scotty's comment in chat, Andrew?
2: These words that I command you, we often treat God's words like it's suggestions that we'll get to eventually. (laughs) Mm. Yes. Command is pretty direct. Yes, it is. All right. uh, And then the last two um, are repentance and prayer. And we kind of leave those for the most part up to you. uh, If there's something that you need to confess to God and you know to take that time in prayer just a little shout out too for smorp um brad's church has the smorp available to download for every single day so if you want to read a scripture and go through this or it's on our website isn't it It's
0: yeah it's on our website
2: yeah it's on our website too oxfordholyclub.com
0: if I let me just set the record straight just for a second so that credit goes where it's actually due smorp has come out of the church renewal um uh, movement or church in Steinbeck, Manitoba, which we we use and augmented here at the church, which then I've put on our website. So it's it's not something that's proprietary to us. Not a Brad original. Not a Brad original. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Mm, true yeah. enough. Uh, all right. Uh, well, gentlemen, thank you, thank you, and Scotty, thank you for some comments in there. Um this is interesting because we're doing something we've never done well, we've done it, but we've never done it like this. So let me make sure that I'm super ready. I'm gonna toss to
1: Lucas and Lucas, you better intro it the way I intro it. Sports and star stuff.
3: All right, so we're going to be uh, playing some sports and star stuff. I have the reins for this weekend. Let's not crash this uh, train into a building or whatever. Uh, so that's a bad analogy. They're on rails. The way, <laughs> the way this, definitely works, gonna crash it. Oh, the way this works is um, I'm going to give you guys a word, and you guys have to give me what you think the definition is. Um, then I'm going to take all those definitions and mix them in a bowl with my, my own definition that I made up and a new definition, give those all back to you, and then you have to try to pick which one you think it is of all those. So uh, it very much based on uh, a different game, uh, which we called uh, Barber Dash. Uh, or Balderdash. There we go.
0: So, are you guys ready for n- the word? N- no, I'm trying to get into the head of Lucas right now. I feel like if I've ever had a chance to win, it's right now. But I'm, th- <laughs> but, but in my head, I'm thinking Lucas is going to play this game. He's going to because it's Lucas. We're going to think it's going to be a a star thing. So he's going to go sport to throw us. But but he knows that us. we know that he knows that we know. <laughs> and so it's going to it's going to I twist. knew right. that was
3: going to be yeah. Exactly. So and what I forgot d- to say that it either has to be something sports related or something star stuff. So it could be actual space science or it could be science fiction or anything like that.
0: Is yeah. the is the chess from Star Trek is that considered a sport? Cuz I I'm I think it's wondering it's called if, 3D chess. I'm just wondering if that would be a melding of the two that you'd pull out Anyway, we'll see. I could be. I've I've
3: I've I've cast my net far and wide. I have spent some time on it this <laughs> afternoon, finding just the right word, uh, and trying to figure out if I'm going to double, triple, or quadruple cross you guys when it comes to what side of the fence I'm going to be on. Just spit it out! Oh, yeah, <laughs> All I right. Get the word. Okay. Sorry. Jeepers. Uh, the word is Hold on. Uh, the word. Chuker. Spell it. Ch c h u k k e r chukker Chuker. Can you please use it in a sentence?
0: <laughs> Inconceivable. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was that was for Scotty. I, I wasn't having a seizure. That was quite the chuker. Oh my! god chuker. Music. Oh, thanks, Matt. Uh, if you
3: guys would like to throw in a definition at home, feel free. Uh, I guess you can't really throw it in the chat, but you can vote as to which one you think it is. Yeah, they can put it in the chat.
1: Chuker, please. They can put it in the chat why not are you are I'm you like sure it's chuker and not chucker no it's chuker okay that actually tipped your hat to me a little bit
0: oh, oh use man. it in a sentence again go quick uh that was an awesome
3: chuker do, do better than that no i, I don't want to
1: no matt,
3: to the matt, matt wants me to keep it as close to his original vision as possible <laughs> useless definitions Waiting for uh, messages to come in. Chuker, C-H-U-K-K-E-R.
2: My so work. much pressure to come
0: up, come up with something good. Okay. I don't even know if I'm spelling. Are we done? <laughs> we got one or more maybe, uh, guy here. Like it keeps.
1: My Google search oh, keeps, so keeps, keeps. on fun being on the other side. Eh? No, it kept <laughs> autocorrecting <laughs> some of my words. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, Matt. Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That word
3: for the London Monarchs is a wicked... <laughs> okay. Let me write them down here. All right. So, here they are in no particular order. Um, so, Chuker, the official name of the ball in field hockey. Chuker, a move in rugby where the player deeks several times, uh, several opponents in order to get a try. Chuker, uh, Let's see here. What did I write down here? The number of periods in a polo match. They last 7.5 minutes. Chooker. Pl- teenagers from the planet Chook. Uh, and then finally, Chooker. Martial arts practiced by Ferengi from the Star Trek universe. All right, so let's read them through oh, one more like time. That's we that's... got uh, martial arts practiced by Ferengis. We have uh, the periods in a polo match. We have teenagers, adolescents from the planet Chook. We have a move in rugby where a player dekes multiple opponents to get a try. And then finally, we have Chuker, the
0: official name for the ball in field hockey. And can you please use the sentence you used at the beginning?
3: Uh think it
0: was
1: that was that quite was a chuker. chuker that was quite a chuker yeah mm, that helps
3: okay i'm ready all right all right let's start off with uh mr andrew what is your vote polo the polo one all right that sentence yeah. didn't
1: even make sense anyway go ahead.
3: uh how about you brad what was the first one again uh i the i'm trying to think I, the martial arts practice by Ferengi. no that was the last one
1: the first uh, one was polo the first no one was, the first one no, was uh Field hockey.
3: There's a rugby Um, move, field hockey ball, uh, polo period, uh, teenager from the planet Chook, and Ferengi martial arts. They got big ears. (laughs) Polo. You're going polo, polo. What about you, polo? Rugby. Or something else. Rugby? I'm sorry, it was polo. Uh, It is is a period in polo. Yes. 7.5.
2: A Ferengi one was you, Matt, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs>
3: oh my word. I actually almost you did went do too a tuner. I, yeah. I, I you went wanted too- to do a Ferengi one, but That's I'll true. save that for
2: next time, maybe.
3: Uh, all right, all right folks. That has been Oh my word.
1: Sports and Star Stuff. Matthew. Well, <laughs> welcome to episode five. Uh this is a little bit of a different episode, but uh, we're just gonna roll it and uh Let you see how it goes. One of my favorites. Hit it, Brad. Welcome to episode five of It's Time to Barbecue. Today, we're going to do something a little bit special. We're going to do something a little bit off the cuff. Uh, We're going to smoke some cheese. Then we got something really special for you since the cheese is going to be pretty quick. Uh, We've got a couple of wannabes that are uh, trying to get into the barbecue business. And uh, I'm going to help them along by uh, giving them some uh, constructive criticism. So let's go. Lucas, did you watch this yet? Yeah so we're gonna smoke some cheese today and uh, so I got three different varieties we're gonna do today we got some mozzarella we got some Monterey Jack and we got some uh, medium cheddar uh, Now, as you can see that these are these are fairly thin pieces uh, and so we're not gonna smoke them for very long only a couple of hours otherwise if they're on the smoke for too long uh, they can get uh, a little bit too strong of a smoke taste to them um, but the preparation for this is super easy now I've got this handy little uh, rig all you use is pellets you can pick these up at any hardware store you can get a big bag of them for ten dollars i like to use applewood uh, pellets for this and this is made for what's called um uh cold smoke so it, there's not a whole lot of heat to it because when you're doing cheese you want to keep it below 90 degrees fahrenheit and so this is what i'll be using today but anybody can do this at home and you don't even need a green egg, green egg for it or a, a, a smoker but instead if you just take some tin foil make a little bit of a, a trough put in your pellets light that thing up at the end you can even put that inside your regular barbecue close the lid leave it shut leave it in there for a couple hours and uh, you'll have no problem getting that cheese smoke the amount of pellets that i have in here for this that would probably run for close to four hours that's all it is So, out of a bag of pellets you're gonna get a lot of time it's very simple all you gotta do to get it going start up You're going to keep that on there for about a minute. There, you got a little bit of the smoke coming. All you're going to do, take that, set it in the bottom, put in your deflector. Cause again, you don't want to, you want any uh, direct heat on that cheese. Cheese on the grill. and you're done. Away you go. Close it and let it smoke. This would be one of these other situations where I could easily say, if you're looking, it ain't cooking. Only we're not trying to cook it. All right, see you in two hours. The cheese has been on the smoke now for about two and a half hours. And uh, so we'll have a look and uh, see what we get. Fantastic. And you can see here, like I can touch the grill. So cold smoke, everything was kept below 90. Right there, sitting at 74, perfect. Uh, So again, two and a half hours, these weren't very thick pieces of cheese, so we'll get them off, you have to blow 90 degrees. Um, Next step, get them in the house and wrap them. Once we got the cheese inside, um, all you wanna do now is because there was a little bit of heat to it, not a lot of course, you just wanna pat the cheese lightly because it would've pushed some of the oils from the cheese out to the surface. All you do, give it a real quick pat. Just like that, only need to do the top because all the oils would have come up through the top. Take your cheese, get it in the saran wrap, wrap it up nice and tight, put it in the fridge and let it sit for seven days. Then you can enjoy your own home smoked cheddar, mozzarella or Monterey Jack, whatever it is you want to use. So this is the new segment that we're gonna give it a try and see how it goes. Uh, First submission comes from uh, Lucas. Uh, So let's uh, see how he fares out on the barbecue. Hi, it's
3: uh, Chef Lucas here. Very excited. We're going to be making some hamburgers today, a classic in my family, of course. And I'm sure while it won't be up to the standards of some people, I am going to do the very best I can. I know a lot of guys uh, are pretty fancy with how they make up the burgers. But to me, you can't go wrong with Kirkland quarter pound patties delicious they don't uh, take super long and they're just easy you know don't get your okay, hands okay so here's
1: my first point there's nothing wrong there's absolutely nothing wrong with costco beef uh but the reason they cook so easily is because you're using the quarter pound patties lucas splurge a little and you go for the one-third pound patties they're so much juicier and so much better oh gross and mucky anyway highly recommend kirkland let's throw them on the grill
3: the first few sizzling right there. Oh, that sounds good. A few more to peel out here. Wonderful little wax paper, you know, to keep you from sticking together. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Now, uh, my rig runs a little hot, so you see I've got it turned right down there. Uh, it's looking good, and we better close this, because as I always say, if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Alright, it's time for first flip. It's important not to flip too often, you know? You can tell mine's a little hotter in the front here. Look at those grill marks. Perfection. Now, because I'm colorblind, I used to always err on the side of caution and cook my burgers until they were basically the consistency of thin hockey pucks. Um, But I've been learning to use my other senses to figure out if stuff's cooked or not. And by other senses, I mean asking my wife.
1: All right. Okay, and this goes to prove why it's so important to use a thermometer when you're cooking meat. That way you're not leaving it up to how it looks or anything like that. And for this poor sucker, he's colorblind. Um anyway, use a the meat thermometer. All right, time to flip. Hold on. Did everybody catch that? Your propane's not even hooked onto your barbecue, Lucas. How I'm so confused. I think when you're an
3: expert uh, burgermeister, I think that's the official title, uh, you're able to only flip once. I am not there yet. I am, however, going to shuffle these boys around a little bit to get the cold ones on the hot spots and the hot ones in the cold spots.
1: Okay, the only good advice you've given so far. Uh, Yes, try and only flip your burgers once. That's the best way to cook them. Uh, And yeah, look for your hot spots. Good job, Lucas. All right. You know what? This might be redeemable. What kind of cheese do you ask? Why? This kind of cheese. Well, that's only partially true.
3: My kids really like it. But uh, we've been going with mozzarella burgers. Uh, loving that. And of course, it'll put. you know, I'm not one to enjoy sauces. I don't like ketchup. I don't like mustard. don't like any of that stuff. But there is one sauce Ooh, I do enjoy. And that is Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. If you have not tried, it is a wonderful sauce. It is significantly better than most other barbecue sauces that you don't make from scratch. I'm sure those ones are extra
1: good. I agree. Look, propane's still not plugged in. If you look at yeah, the, is the propane's found, still not plugged in. So I'm gonna in. have to color
3: judge these puppies for myself. I think they're looking pretty good. Look at that plain broiled. That's oh, so dangerous. My neighbors have given me the sneakers. All right, now I have a little system I like, and I like to call it the central sauce method. Where I put a whole bunch of sauce on one and then use that as my palette to spread to the rest.
1: There you go. And always go clockwise. Never go. Okay. We're going to have to talk about this, Lucas, but that, what? I don't understand the sauce palette thing. Um, that's just, that's weird.
3: Counterclockwise or it'll taste. Pro tip. Pre slice your cheese. I just did Look at not the cheese do cheese and oh. it's uh, wasting a little bit of precious time because you know how it is. Once it gets near the end, you gotta go quickly, otherwise, you're gonna end up with some burned burgers if you're not fast. There you go, and let's give them a couple minutes to melt. Now, of course, it's important to remember that. Because I'm using two different kinds of cheese, uh, well, if you can call it cheese, uh, remember, cheese slices are genetically engineered to melt quickly, uh, which makes them so wonderful. But you're also gonna need to take them off before you take off the mozzarella. See, the mozzarella is just starting to get where it needs to be. And if we leave this stuff on there much longer, it'll be too much. So, there we go, but. Look at my bubbles. Oh, yeah. Thank heavens. Uh, Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed uh, spending a little time with me. And I hope you've enjoyed me being the goofest to Matt's Gallant. And until next time, a little burn won't hurt you. All
1: right. Okay. You know what? Not a bad job, Lucas. A few things really quickly. That's the smallest barbecue I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I don't know how you managed to cook that because your propane tank was not cooked plugged in or attached to your uh, uh, barbecue. Um, And uh, I hope that none of you got salmonella poisoning because uh, they may have been undercooked. But other than that, Lucas, uh, I'm going to, going to give you uh, a solid uh, four uh, barbecues out of 10. So uh, not bad on the classic. So anyway, guys, this has been uh, another episode of uh, barbecue and it's time to barbecue. And uh, we are so glad that you keep coming back for more. Uh, tune in next week to see what we got uh, on the menu, and uh, like I always say, don't be deli- don't be uh, don't be nutritious, just be delicious. Just has me rattle. All
3: right, uh, I do need to say I would like to um, submit for you know an improvement of my mark. I think four out of ten. 40% is not a great mark. I mean, I get it. I'm not up to green egg standards, but I feel like that was a, that was a solid 6 out of 10 effort, I feel. 6 personally. out of
1: 10? Yes. Oh, no. Okay, Here's the, again, here's the big problems. One, you use cheese slices. <laughs> Two, you didn't make your own beef patties. That's a big problem. They were delicious. A big problem oh. with that. Uh, three, <laughs> there's just a lot of questionable things in there as far as you have no idea how well or undercooked those burgers were. Uh, and without <laughs> Melissa there, you're hung out to dry. Look, there's just there was so much to it. It actually was probably unsafe to even show that video uh, to the general public. But uh, at it the same time, disclaimer. So, yeah. so four to ten, you should be happy that I was in such a gracious mood. They didn't when call I, the cops on me. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, you did okay though, Lucas. You did okay. Uh have, next And that time, is me getting way better than I used to be for the record. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and next time, uh, try when you shoot your video on your barbecue, don't use your camping barbecue. Uh, use your full <laughs> your actual, use your full size one for us, okay?
3: That's the, that's my full size unit right there. It yeah. uh, so
0: what powers
1: that unit? Magic? Yeah. Uh, I, listen. Actually, I've got a lot of respect because that's that's your spare propane that's tank. my spare propane tank. And I – These guys have run out. You're the man as far as that goes. <laughs> so I'll give you a four and a half just because of uh, having a spare propane tank. That's, Preparation. That's good. That's very good. That's good. So Thank you. Thank uh, you. as far as the cheese goes, I you guys should try it out. Just put it in your regular barbecue. Close the thing off with some pellets. You can get them at the hardware store. Dirt cheap. And uh, put it in some tinfoil. Let it run. Let me know how it goes. I will tell you this, though. Don't eat the cheese. For at least a week. Okay, you I can't can wait the, seven days.
3: Yeah. What What is the is that does it have to like percolate or what's the deal there?
1: It'll taste really bitter. Um, really. It'll taste really bitter if you eat it right away. You hmm. got to give it. Um, you got to give it seven to ten days at least. It doesn't like start going salad.
3: like like moldy or anything.
1: If it does, that's even better. That's the best <laughs> kind of cheese. But yeah, it won't though. Yep. Very there you cool. Go.
0: Well. Thanks, Matt, and gentlemen. I think it's my pleasure. It's that time again for us to make our way out of here as gracefully as possible. As gracefully as we entered. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, better than that. Go on, Lucas. Take us for all a right.
3: <clears throat> Well, of course, folks. You can follow our podcast on all the social medias. You got your Facebook. You got your Instagram. You got your uh, YouTube. Don't forget, especially with those limited edition uh, standalone barbecue segments. Um, if you do listen to us on uh, the iTunes and the podcast format, please leave us a review. It helps us spread the word. And if you read us, leave
2: us a good one, we'll even read it on the air. Ooh. Not only that, you can visit our website, OxfordHolyClub.com. You can send us questions like tiebreakers. Yeah, yeah. Or if you have any uh, prayer requests or anything like that, you can send them to us that way if you want it to be anonymous. And you can also browse our sweet, sweet merch
1: and much more. And we don't pay to advertise. So any growth that we have comes from you sharing us with others. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for spending the last
0: hour and change with us. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Look forward to seeing you next week. Folks, until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun.